When we're young, we're told a beneficent fable, what Plato might have called a noble lie. We're told that if we show up, we work hard, we apply ourselves, and we don't give up, then we will be rewarded. And these rewards will obtain not just in the intangible sense, with the satisfaction of work itself and the pride of working well, but in the material sense. Our culture tells us that if we work hard, we will also enjoy the material rewards of our labor. We'll be successful, even wildly successful. The world, this beneficent fable tells us, rewards the work ethic. It is a beneficent fable. For, as the old truism goes, and I paraphrase, talent is worth diddly squat without work. Opportunity means nothing if you don't seize it and throttle it and grapple with it. Good intentions, they mean nothing without the labor to realize them. But a fable it remains nonetheless. Of course, many of us have enjoyed the fruits of our labors and seen our work produce at least some of the rewards we'd hoped for. But many have not. Dreams don't always come true, even when we put in the hard work. Hard work is a necessary condition for the realization of our goals, but not always a sufficient one. By the time we've reached a certain age, we've come to learn that the world doesn't always work along the pleasant lines of the noble lie we tell our children. We're passed over for a well-deserved promotion. A new market trend shatters our plans to grow our business. Years of laborious research leads to a dead end. You work hard, but you never quite get into law school. Or if you do, you never quite make it to your dream of an appointment to the federal bench. You work hard, but you never quite make it as a musician or as an actor or a novelist or a salesman. So many things are beyond our control. Talent, luck, the economy, you name it. Sometimes hard work and dedication just aren't enough. That's the real world. This is a bitter pill to swallow, but I've found a refuge, a magical place, where the beneficent fable still holds sway, where the noble lie still holds true, a place where hard work always pays off. The gym. Of course, the facts of life still intrude on the gym. Lack of talent, mediocre genetics, illness, injury, bad luck, and other vagaries of life don't stop at the gym door. But even so, we find that when we go to the gym regularly, week in and week out, and engage in actual training as opposed to just exercise, then our hard work always pays off over time. When we train, allowing the stress recovery adaptation cycle to work, we always reap the reward. I think this is because while the gym doesn't cancel out the real world, it does narrow it down. It's just you, the bar, physics, and physiology. Economics, your boss's moods, prejudice, market forces, changing trends, water cooler gossip, whether you come from the right family or go to the right school, none of these things can stop the stress recovery adaptation cycle which means none of them are an excuse for failure in the gym. You may not get as strong as you would like, but then whoever gets as strong or as rich or as happy as they'd like to be. But if you have the discipline, the will, and the work ethic, you will get stronger and fitter and healthier. Guaranteed. 
It's just iron and gravity and cell biology and you. Fables, like our noble lie, are always idealized simplifications of life. But so is training and so is the gym. The gym is a magic kingdom. It's your sanctuary, a place where discipline, diligence, and work always pay off. Thanks for watching. Stay strong and stay healthy.